0: Blog Talk
1: Radio.
0: Well, good morning or good afternoon depending on where you are in Blog Talk Radio Land, and we'd like to welcome you to the Dr. Fred Says show, where every week we bring you live from Miami, Florida, Dr. Fred Valdez. And we talk about the state of health in the world today, and we've been doing this show now for several years, and we cover a lot of different health topics. And today's show is a bit of a diversion because we've been doing essential oils up to this week for a while, and that is today's show is all about choosing quality protein, and Dr. Valdez is going to explain the difference between quality and not quality protein. So if you're not familiar with Dr. Valdez, presently he teaches part-time at a medical school that's close to Miami. His background is emergency medicine, and he spent many years studying complementary medicine. Within his team are doctors, chiropractors, therapists, alternative health care practitioners, and professional athletes. So I'm going to pass the call over to you, Dr. Fred Valdez.
1: Well, thank you, Denise, and this is a great topic today. I want to bring up the topic of protein because there's so much you know, confusion out there in the market when it comes to protein and, and people don't realize uh, with protein. So, you know, bottom line is uh, we do need protein. Uh, protein is, is actually the building blocks for all your cells. Uh, it also forms the foundation, you know, for your heart, your lungs, and even your DNA. You know, without good amounts of protein, your DNA gets damaged. You know, protein is uh, also one of the most powerful sources of fuel. For the body, you know, it replenishes muscles and and drives all your essential biological processes uh, like cell growth, metabolism, and so on. So it's tied to every physical function that you have. You know, without protein, you actually would not exist. And uh, protein is constantly broken down and used for energy. So you need to replenish your body supply on a daily basis. Now, uh, you know, the question always comes up, how much protein do we need? Uh, Well, you know, for the average person, uh, depending on your body weight, uh, if you weigh, for example, if you weigh 150 pounds, you should consume at least 75 grams of protein daily. Now, that is if if you have a a sort of a normal uh, sedentary life. You know, you're not a professional athlete. You don't do a lot of exercise. If you raise the level of exercise to, to any level, like for example, if you jog on weekends, or if you work out every day, to do you know, go to a gym, and so on and so forth, that level increases. If you are a semi or sort of a professional type athlete, a guy who who runs every day, runs you know, 10, 15 miles every day, and so on, works out with weights and so on, that level is even higher. So so absolutely, we need between 75 uh, to 85 to 100. Uh, grams of protein a day depending on your body weight. And, again, if you weigh more than 150 pounds, it's a little higher. So, uh, you know, here are some questions uh, that you ask yourself to see whether you're taking the right amount of protein or not. If you have a sluggish metabolism, if you have trouble losing weight, if you have trouble building muscle mass, if you have low energy levels and fatigue. Uh, also, if you have poor concentration and you have trouble learning, you, you know, you have a, a difficult time focusing on things. And if you're moody, if you have mood swings, uh, and, and, and if you have pain in your bones, if you have muscle, bone, uh, muscle and, and, and bone and joint pain, uh, and if you have, and this is really important here, if you have blood sugar changes that can lead to diabetes, and of course we know diabetes has become, diabetes type 2 is basically uh, in an epidemic form in North America. If you have slow wound healing, that's also tied to the diabetes part. And if you have a low immune system, uh, you know, if you answer yes or, or don't know or it's likely yes uh, to, to, to any of those questions, uh, you know, there's a good chance that, that you are lacking uh, protein. Now, you know, it's one of those things where people say, you know, I love because this ties into nutrition, of course. And uh, people think, well, I eat right. You know, I eat a, a couple of burgers a week or three burgers a week. Uh, folks, I, I won't go into a lot of the details on that. But the protein you're getting for meat that is processed, uh, even if some fast food places claim that it's fresh and so on, uh, the meat that's produced here, uh, it's its a scary thing. You know, it's, it's farm meat. And there's a lot of factors in there that would probably scare the heck out of you. Uh, you know, when we tie in the factors that herbicides and pesticides pollution in the air and the groundwater and the soil, uh, this kind of disrupts the food chain. Uh, uh, and, and, for example, you know, most of our our, our beef, uh, chicken, and pork in supermarkets come from industrial farms. And we all know that in those farms, livestock are treated with hormones to make up, uh, to to get birth faster uh, and more often, and it's a market thing. It's a bottom line is the money, and in some cases they're injected with high doses of steroids that do the same thing. So the end result is a, it's a novel production uh, of animals uh, that they, they end up in crowded feedlots. In fact, they're so crowded the animals can't even turn their heads without crashing into each other, and, and this is a fact. Now, there's some exceptions to that, of course, but they are difficult to find, and you have to know your sources and stuff like that. You know, 90% of American calves are treated with hormonal growth promoters. You know, and here's a statistic that's really scary. Every dollar spent on hormone implants increases returns for the manufacturer by 5 to $10, okay, per pound. So rather than seeing an animal... Uh, or people are affected, they see a return on investment. And, you know, that, that's the business end of it, which is a, it's a reality. Uh, and uh, here's a shocking fact. Uh, one of the hormones that I used to treat beef, which is, a, you know, a source of protein, of course, uh, can increase tumor growth in human breast cancer cells, according to a study by Ohio State University researchers. Uh, and not by a small margin, as a matter of fact. You know, we're talking about tumor growth rates at levels are 30 times what the FDA says it's safe. Uh, it, we should mention here that other countries, like the European Union countries, they have banned the use of implants in beef, and they refuse to import American beef. <laughs> uh, and that decision is based on more than a dozen studies. It's just not a political thing, folks. More than a dozen studies have suggested that implants produce hormones and all that can cause birth defects and disrupt normal sexual development. Uh, you know, here's another fact. The FDA does not require hormones use to be listed on labels. Uh, so they can use hormones. It's not required. So uh, there's a lot of factors that play into what sources of protein do we have. So, you know, uh, now what does this mean for you? Every day when you pick healthy foods from the belly, uh, try to find good options, right? Uh, and we want healthy, good options when it comes to protein. Now, that's when it be- becomes a little bit complicated. Uh, you know the, the the phrase "We are what we eat." Well, you know what? If if our source of protein is mostly coming from from beef, chicken, or pork, you know <laughs> we can say that you are what they eat. What they ate, you know, is what you eat. Is what those animals ate. Uh, and uh, you know, the grain set? Uh, it's, grain is easy, it's cheap, uh, and it's commonly used to feed livestock. But you know what? Cows are not created, they're not designed to eat grain. They were created to eat grass. Uh, folks, uh, I've tasted if, if you can do this, you taste the difference, really, really striking difference between a, a, a grass-fed beef and, and grain-fed beef. And the difference is like day and night. You definitely can tell a difference. Uh, sometimes when I, I – I like land sometimes, and sometimes I get land from New Zealand, which is available here in the States, uh, a little bit more expensive. Uh, but when you buy land from New Zealand, it's all grass-fed, and the taste is like day and night. So that, that should be a, a signal uh, bang in your head uh, about, uh, you know, your sources of protein. So then you go to uh, – so, so you, you take that in, and so what, what are the options that you have? Well, the options of people, you know, protein has become a huge market, and uh, and people buy protein because uh, out of they eat protein out of a can, out of a bottle. Now, here's one thing that I bring up when we talk about oils and and uh, things like that. Where do you get your oils from? I'm going to ask the same question here. Where do you get your protein from? Uh, maybe you you put in gas in your car. You go to the gas station. You walk inside and you see the the, the little store inside. And you see, you know, bottles of protein this and protein that and super milk and milk this and milk that. And you say, you know, I need some protein. So you buy the protein. Or oh, you buy a candy bar, right? Those protein bars have been sitting on the counter there for two or three weeks and they taste like uh, like cardboard. And, and, and you eat that and you go, oh, great protein. Well, you know, you need to be careful with that because the sources of protein really vary. Now, we're going to talk about different sources of protein. Uh, let, let's get one thing straight. Uh, for one thing, uh, let me give you an example because examples actually clarify what I'm tr- trying to convey here in this message. Uh, I recently saw a friend that uh, she decided to work out and all that and she goes to the gym every day, you know, to get healthy and so on. And she's watching her diet, of course, and she's also taking protein. And I happen to notice in her kitchen uh, 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 cabinet there, uh, there was a jar of protein from one of the very famous vitamin stores here. Uh, and it was something like, it was the size of a bucket. <laughs> it was as big as a bucket. And and then I, I happened to notice the price uh, on, on, the, on the lid, uh, and she said, I bought it on sale at the vitamin store. And I said, God, this is like uh, probably two pounds or three pounds or more of powder uh, protein. Uh and and uh, it was something like six or seven dollars, something like that, because it was on sale. Folks, you buy in protein on sale on a powder in a jar that has been sitting at the vitamin store for God knows how long, maybe getting ready to expire. The only reason they put the things on sale is to sell them fast, and and the number one reason they do that is because it's not moving well or it's getting ready to expire. So and then it sits on your counter and you, you drink that, you mix that, and you drink it. Uh, that, that is absolutely a really bad formula to do. You're not getting what you need. That's absolute pure garbage. That's the only way I can put it. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of time. You need to have high quality protein coming into your body. Let me give you some examples. You know, bone broth protein, one serving is 20 grams. Uh, high quality whey protein, one serving is also 20 grams. And grass fed beef, three ounces is 19 grams organic lentils organic lentils one cup 18 grams now wild caught fish uh, salmon mackerel you know the oily fishes three ounces of salmon gives you 18 grams of protein and that's excellent and of course organic organic chicken one chicken breast is 16 grams of protein raw milk one cup eight grams and free range eggs Uh, one large egg gives you actually seven grams of protein which is pretty good but of course after I read all that, it looks beautiful. But the question is, how many people have access to all the things I just said? And the reality in realville, not dreamville, in realville, uh, you know, I always say that, the working mom that was just working 10 hours a day, all stressed out, picking up her kids from daycare, uh, most likely when you go to her table and she prepares something for those kids, that uh, all those ingredients that I told you are not going to be present. Uh, number one, because it's a time thing. You don't have time to, to, to properly uh, find a place that delivers uh, those ingredients, or uh, you can't afford it because, of course, all the things I just read are, are actually pretty much ex- uh, expensive than than, than regular uh, uh, ingredients. You know, like, for example, the grass-fed beef. Uh, I know you can find grass-fed beef, but it's, it's quite a bit more expensive. Uh, you know, I, I have a source uh, near me that gets it from Argentina. In Argentina, it's still grass-fed beef. And, folks, I treat myself once in a while, I've, re- I've reduced my intake of beef, but when I do the beef, uh, I go to that store, pay it, pay it more than, than than normal, but it's worth it. The difference is like day and night from grass-fed beef to to grain-fed uh, beef that's produced, uh, you know, for, for market in the farm. So, that brings us to what are the options, you know. Uh, we, we know we need it. We know we need protein. I just told you how much we need and stuff like that. So what are the options? Uh, well, you're going to see a lot of different options in the market, and you see the shakes and so on and so forth. But one of the best options, there are a couple of options. Uh, we work with a company called CJ International. We, you know, we were attracted. My attraction to CJ initially was because of the Moringa Listera uh, you know, it's plant, and we've done quite a few shows on Moringa Lefera. But it's a nutrition company with a lot of experience. Uh, the company was started by a, an icon in the wellness industry called Ken Balesford, uh, who brought Moringa, the, the best quality Moringa, uh, to the masses in the form of, of a drink, okay, called Smart Mix and Super Mix. But one of the things that they added uh, a little bit later when they were formed, about 10 years ago, they added uh, protein sources. So they added... Two shakes. They added a, a chocolate and a vanilla shake that has 20 grams of protein per serving, and this is called this comes from whey protein. Now you know not all whey protein is is the same. Uh, we need to be aware of that. Uh, you have whey protein concentrate. Okay, uh, it, it, this is a form that whey that contains low levels of fat and cholesterol. And higher levels of bioactive compounds in the form of lactose. And uh, this is the best and least processed form because it's more expensive. And you have whey isolates, and uh, the fat has, has been removed. The lower in uh, activated compounds, and they have a mild to milky taste, uh, but the proteins can often uh, be in nature. You know, you lose some of the proteins. Then you have the, the whey hydro isolates, uh, and, and this is a by far the most processed of the types. Uh, that's protein that's with the nature, and it's not recommended. So, uh, you know, so you, you're talking about whey isolates uh, being one of the most convenient forms to get your protein in uh, the shakes forms. So that's what we use. Uh, actually, uh, the, the, the the protein sources that we have with CG International, the two shakes that we have, uh, the, the chocolate shake and the vanilla shake, uh, the sources are, are natural, you know, grass-fed uh, cows that they go to a distance uh, to find out sources of, of cows are natural, all-natural, hormone-free, grass-fed, you know. And, and, and of course, uh, they're not really that much ex- expensive, but, you know, it's like everything else. You know, the old saying is so true, especially when it comes to nutrition, you do get what you pay for. And if you care about your health, you need to be aware of those things if you're going to take a shake on a regular basis. You know our shakes also contain moringa oleifera. Moringa oleifera in itself it's a 90 plus nutrient plant that it's, it has more than 300 clinical trials demonstrating its efficiency in nutrition and so on and so forth. Contains the anti-inflammatory. So all that is. is Blended into the powder that we use for our shakes. Uh, and it's 20 grams of protein that is 100%, pretty much 100%, 99% bioavailable. It's protein that your body understands and protein that your body will use. Uh, a lot of the proteins you buy, especially the cheap proteins, uh, do not get absorbed uh, by your body. You, you lose it. Now, some people, you know, have issues with the lactose intolerance and all that, Uh, So the company understands that. So uh, a few months ago, they introduced a new protein powder, which is plant protein. It's strictly from plants. It does contain Moringa oleifera, which uh, Moringa oleifera, by the way, does contain protein in itself. So this is a completely GMO-free, you you know, uh, lactose-free Moringa oleifera drink. And and by the way, the the taste is, 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 is pretty good. It's not bad. So you have a, a third protein that we have with the company that's really, really healthy for you. And, again, 20 grams of protein in one scoop. And, and you can adapt and mix and whatever, blend it with whatever, some of the things that you want. If you want natural fruit, you can do that. Uh, recently, one of our, our members uh, placed a video on YouTube that caught my attention, and it kind of inspired today's show. Uh, he was making uh, using our, our, our moringa oleifera uh, shake's. Uh, the chocolate a mix of chocolate and vanilla and coffee. Uh, at the end, he actually added uh, some uh, already perked uh, coffee to have a you know a coffee chocolate uh, sort of flavored uh, shake, which is a great way to to have diversity in our nutrition and at the same time have healthy healthy nutrition. So, so i I like to just. Just uh, convince uh, what the show is about a little bit. So we we talked about protein today. We talked about absolutely we have a need for protein. uh, But we talked about the sources of protein. And, of course, uh, you know, the hamburgers and the meat and all that, we know that it's processed. We know that, uh, by the way, a lot of the shakes that we buy also contain uh, fillers. Okay, they may say this and that and that, but it also contains a lot of fillers that are not good for you, so this again when when something is, is becomes popular in the market, we all know that uh hundred thousand companies rush to, to market uh a product, uh, and uh, it's always the bottom line it's always about the profit, so they don't care what they do uh they don't have practices that are that are conducive to a good health for you, so they will add fillers and this and that, and sometimes things that are actually bad for you. So you know, again, folks, a a bottle, uh, you know, the the whole four or five pounds of a powder called protein, uh, and the bottle may be good looking, pretty, and all that, and sitting there, and you buy it for ten bucks or whatever, uh, and you think you got protein. I got news for you. Uh, No, as a matter of fact, it may even be harmful for you to to drink that protein on a daily basis. Your, your, Your metabolism is going to get affected. It cannot metabolize that crap protein that you, you see there. So if you don't have protein, make sure, make sure that the source is great. Now again, in the ideal world, if you can have the you know, uh, uh, protein from, from sources like organic chicken and so on of course that is recommended. But but again that's uh, that's not accessible for everyone. you know in the real world most people cannot afford or didn't don't have the time to, to, to find stores that, that, that sell uh, those products are healthy and, and, you know, hormone-free and all that. Uh, it's increasing. Yes, I admit you see more and more, but, again, the, the cost factor is also a big thing. It, it's, a, you know, it, it plays a role in, in people who can afford to do that on, on a routine basis, not a once-in-a-while type thing. Uh, you know, anybody can eat healthy on a weekend, but you need to do it on a daily basis. Because again, the old saying "we are what we eat" is so true. <laughs> but now we have to add, we are, we eat what they ate, what the animals ate. <laughs> it's we need to check. It's a cycle of life, right? What they eat, we eat, right? Uh, so you don't want to eat all, all those pesticides and hormones and stuff like that. And we see an effect with that. Uh, with the hormones and, and things like that over the years. We have now two generations, or three, that have been eating all, all the stuff, grow up all the stuff, and we see the changes in diseases, folks. Uh, this is not a secret. This is not a, a hearsay. Uh, this is more than proven. The the incidence of diseases that we see that are connected to, to improper nutrition and, of course, protein plays a big, big, big role in nutrition. So, Denise, if you have any comments, uh, I'll pass the show back to you.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yes, great information. And I really liked your point on switching it up, switching that protein source up. If we eat the same thing all the time, our body starts to reject that concept. And someone posed a question to me the other day. They said, well, you know, I don't eat meat and I don't eat dairy, and and these protein shakes, they just, you know, they don't make me feel good. And when I probed and asked a few questions, sure enough, it wasn't a quality protein that they had been consuming and I'm so happy that so many vegetarians now can have the plant protein mixed with the moringa because that's a great start to the day. And if they want more um, greens in in their diet, and what, but everyone has little time to put together proper shakes and, and balance, et cetera, right. but just add a handful of spinach to your blender as you're making your shake. And if you're worried about weight, well, then don't add you know the milks or the... The, the, the lactose-free dairy ones and the almond milks, et cetera, because they all have sh- most of them have sugar in them. But just use water. But add a handful of spinach or one day, and and it's really good also to mix up your greens. It's really important to not take the same greens every day. But you know, there's cucumber, there's lettuce, there's um, celery. You can add different kinds of lettuces also. Romaine works really, really well in a in a shake, and also kale. You know. And again, the kale, we, we went through a kale craze there for a little while. But again, it's just mix them up. And if you can't get a healthy meal in, well, then, and you're vegetarian, for example, that's one great way to do it.
1: Absolutely, Denise. And you know, the, the kale's a little bitter. Uh, so, you know, I don't know taste wise can be offensive to some people. You know what? Uh, you can add a little honey to your shake. Um, and then give a little, you know, dash of sweetness. Uh, uh, you can add uh, a couple of slices of an apple, for example. You know, change the flavor a little bit, and you still get the benefits from the apple. And and uh, you know, just a flavor, flavor thing, right? Uh, you know, I'd say, you know, if it's good for you, it doesn't taste good. You know, that's true so many times. Uh, you know, kale, Brussels sprouts, and stuff like that is great for you. All greens are great for you. But you need to alternate. You need to switch. And we understand. We understand that taste is something that's important. It's important. The proteins we have, uh, absolutely. You you know, for what they are, the taste, it's bearable. It's not bad at all. Uh, By the way, the the plant protein procedure international. uh, You you know, it's gluten free. It's vegan friendly. It's completely plant based. So you know, vegans who follow a strictly vegan diet. definitely can use. You need to have protein. Uh, now you can have protein from beans and stuff like that, but, you know, some people don't like beans. You know, like I've read before, you know, uh, lentils are a great source of protein, organic lentils, but, you know, you can't eat lentils every day. You get tired. <laughs> They're great for you. <laughs> you can eat them every day. Uh, so, you know, it's difficult. And bottom line is it's very, very difficult. So here's a very simple way to get 20 grams of protein uh, either from the, the first two shakes uh, that you know, protein comes from whey, uh, you know, chocolate and the vanilla, uh, and now we have the protein, the plant protein uh, shakes that are really, really phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I totally agree, and uh, as a person who tends to eat more vegetarian than not, it, it's a it's a real eye opener for the choices that we have compared to what the choices that we had ten years ago. And uh, Zee is providing us with a lot of wonderful products. Did I lose you, well, Doctor Fred Valdez? Well, no, no, I'm oh. here. I'm here. Those, those, oh, those well, are, those we are had we long had long to a too. temporary we had a temporary phone glitch there, so <laughs> you're back.
1: Ah, uh, technology. That's okay. No, I'm yeah. still here. Uh, so usually, uh, you ask me to give my my email, uh, and I'm uh, more than happy to. And and you know, if you want to check on those protein shakes. Uh, they can go to uh dot com, right? www.myseja.com, W dot myseja uh dot uh, com and it's uh M Y Z N Kibra I J S N Joe an apple myseja.com. dot com and click on their nutrition or you know products and all that weight loss and then you see all the shakes in there and you can read all, all about the this, this, this incredible shakes on equal in the market. Uh and um, check the latest. The, the plant protein uh, shakes is really, really phenomenal. And of course, my email, Denise, you always ask me to do that. More than happy to, if anybody has any questions, I'll, I'll definitely reply to your questions. My email is fredvaldez56 at gmail.com. Fredvaldez, number 56 at gmail.com. And Valdez spelled with an S.
0: Well, that's wonderful, and thank you for all that research and that information. And just in case people are not that familiar with our show, these calls are recorded 24-7, so you can go back and even for the last several years that we've been doing these calls, and you can see through the archives if there's any calls that interest you, or, or you can share them out. And on that note, we'd like to say thank you very much for joining us today, to Dr. Fred Valdez for all that he does for this show, and to everyone out there in Radioland, have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.